Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me, as always, lovely and talented Easter. Hey, everybody. How are you? So now we do the normal thing and say, how are you doing, Pat? <laughs> Quite well. It's a little miserable out yeah. there today. Hey, guys. Behind the curtain. We're recording this the same day we recorded the one for episode 30. Yeah. <laughs> Again, wibbly-wobbly, timing one. Yep. You'll figure it out. Yep. As long <laughs> as you guys hear it in the right order, which is not guaranteed when I'm the one posting it. Um, <laughs> as has happened in the past, in accordance with prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> These things happen. But anyway. So, yeah. Going. We're gonna we're gonna talk. Oh, so Pat watched uh, after the Thin Man, which was fun. Yeah, weird to see James Stewart. Do you don't do no don't do not spoil this. Well, okay, I'll just say weird to see James Stewart in the role that he's in, in. the role that he played. Yeah. That is, yeah. I, where I can which say that. probably wrecked it, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> no, and well, it's nice and early. It's early, Jim Stewart too. Like, yeah, really, really he's super young. Yeah, it might be his, one of his first roles. I'm it's got to go there. But anyway, be. anyway, moving on. But yeah, good movie. Not quite as good as the first one. No, the first one was much more fun. Yeah. But Leo but, number 32. Yes, number 32. Um, Japan Masterpiece Folklore Series. There we go. <laughs> Farewell, Princess Kaguya. Yes. So. Um, and what is our release date for this episode? 11-15-1974, which we didn't do for episode 30. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, I'm not, it's not doing it now. Um, uh Nobuo Nakagawa is our director. Screenplay by Toshiro Yoshido. And uh, Nobuo Yajima is our special skill director. Viewer rating 8.8%, which I think at this point... Uh, about what you're going to get. A little less than... Which is sad, because time. these are better episodes than... Um, but people gave up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. We just had the whole conversation. People gave up on this series in the beginning. And if it, sure they are waiting for episode 30 for it to pick up, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Sorry. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I Maybe no. I don't see how this is going to... And you're like, all right, well... Give it a shot. Fine. I Bob see. says it's okay. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be that's, got, that's the only way that works out. Like, it's, exactly. it's got to be. So, um... If you've heard of the uh, tale of Princess Kaguya, which I haven't, um, it's uh, it's uh, fairly Japanese folklore is what I'm well, guessing. It's fairly well known in Japan. Uh, Studio Ghibli did a tale of Princess Kaguya um, movie. Oh, okay. I don't own it yet, um, much to my chagrin. Not like I'm not watching stuff that I bought in 1997. You just said now. Um, <laughs> good friggin' grief. I know. Um, you have a closet full of DVDs and Blu-rays. You can't watch them all. It's uh, terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Wow. It is not even... Uh, after The Thin Man 1936, his first role was in a short uh, called Art Trouble in 1934. Okay. okay. Now, that is... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That is his 11th role in two years. You worked. Jimmy Stewart's a working actor, you baby. Worked. Yeah. That's fine. I yeah. have no argument with that. I also would like to see the the next... No, not the next. There is a movie that was two before that called The Gorgeous Hussy. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested now. I'm in the... <laughs> I like, and his name is uh, Rowdy Dow. Joan okay. Crawford. All right. There you go. I can see Joan right. Crawford playing a hussy. Yeah. That'll work. I'm, you know what? I, it's got to be somewhere, right? That's got to be streaming I'm someplace. Sure. I'm sure. You can get it. Oh, it's on Art Warner Archive. 
Oh, there you go. So they might be on HBO Max. It oh, could be. Look it up. The oh, gorgeous hussy. Who would have thought? Um, HBO Max has, I have to say, some of the weirdest stuff that'll put you down such a weird rabbit hole. Yeah, because they, they have um, um, all, all of the stuff. old Warner stuff. Yeah, yeah, and all of the Warner Brother cartoon, like, oh, yeah. like you just said a few weeks ago, you know, Hero Story Ray or whatever it was. And then Superman Red Sun I just recently watched. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Death of Superman that I'm about to watch. They have some... You You want to watch Justice League Flashpoint. I've seen the thing. Is it any good? Yeah, it's good. Okay, then I'll download it. Well, one of the things, the benefits of going to the flea market a lot, and Dollar Tree is very good for Warner Archive Animated for some reason. Okay. They just show up, and and it's a Blu-ray or a DVD, it's a buck, and I'll give it a shot. And as we all know, the DC animated stuff, much better than the movies, yes. whereas the Marvel animated stuff, much not as good as the movies. movies. Yeah. Because with the Marvel, they at least went with, we're going to throw jokes in. Right. And we're going to have fun with it. Yeah. DC, they're trying to be too serious. We're and moping. it's not working. Yeah. It's not working. All of our superheroes are kind of moping. <sighs> if you want fun DC animated Justice League action, it's the series for you. Okay. You'll okay. enjoy that. Okay. A lot of good vo- uh, celebrity voice acting that doesn't overwhelm the character. There you go. And you get Gilbert Gottfried as Mr. McPixel. McPixel. Mc- yeah. I love him. Yeah. He's so fun. It's, it's perfect. It's, that is the most <laughs> genius casting of the whole thing. Everybody else is really great, but... Yeah, Gilbert is... They knew what they were doing. Anyway. Pixel Pick or something. like I don't know. Uh, a skilled gymnast woman named uh, Yayoi is seen uh, as being somewhat depressed, and she is caught staring at the moon. Yes. Uh, the opening where we get... Uh, All the girls training in the little right. gym area. It is the echoiest gym that you can ever find. <laughs> like... Oh, yeah. Why would you not do ADR? Cost. It can't be. I mean, come on. Cost. <laughs> Remember, you're now 32 episodes in... To a show that you know they are cutting every single dime. Yeah, you're not they wrong. took one shot. <coughs> you know that's kind of equity. We got it on it's film. Fine. You Leave can it alone. You can understand them. It's fine. It'll be great. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I guess. Um, <sighs> what I really like though is the um, the um, foley work for the trampoline. That was Which is like, flang, 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 flang. <laughs> the way it is not a trampoline sound. No, no. Under any circumstances. But I, I let it slide. Oh, it was delightful. <laughs> exactly. I was like, what did, wait. I read, that, that, with a lot of this show, you just go, all right, whatever. Yeah. Move along. It's not as, it's not nearly as distracting as the super echoey, metallic sound of Gens, or of uh, Dan Morboshi's cane. Oh. Even when he's walking on grass. Yeah. Cling, cling, (laughs) cling. Oh, good God. And I notice, every TV show I notice now, the tires screeching on dirt. (laughs) So the Duke's a Hazard pulls up to a barn and they're like, and you're like, ah, come on. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um... (laughs) So Momoko and Takeshi worry about her, and they go look for her, and um, Gen decides he's going to go ask her family about it, um, and then they say, no, it's fine. She gets a little... She's moody. She's moody. She's moody. She's moody. And amazingly, she's moody every month. 
Oh, yeah, that's not sexist I, at all. I didn't even consider that it was a menstruation euphemism. <laughs> Over my head, though. Um, just, it didn't even dawn on me. Wow. Oh, yeah. no, it, it, like I the mother right looked at her like, it, she can get that way sometimes. Hint. You know, like, yeah, it's pretty It's pretty blatant now. He's like, there should be a cartoon hammer hitting her. Right <laughs> yeah. Puberty, clonk, puberty, clonk, puberty, exactly. clonk. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so they get an alert that there's trouble on the moon, as you yes, do. Of um, course. <laughs> of course. And this um, like big rock shoots out of this volcano on the moon. And you know, did you notice no sound effects? I did notice that, which was neat, right? I did like that because yeah. the moon doesn't have an atmosphere, yeah. so anything that happens can't make a noise. Right. There's just no way to break right. the noise. That's great. I'm good. I'm like, okay. good. And they shoot this big, like, pop the giant moon pimple out of it. And, it's just <laughs> and somehow the rock has eyes as it's flying. Because why no, not? Did, no, it didn't have, it doesn't have eyes until it becomes a monster. The next episode, the the why asteroid has the big one eye in it. Yeah, I, th- I thought it had. I don't think this one has eyes until it becomes... Move on. The moon monster when it lands. Moving on. Right. So they're like, oh, it's going to be here tomorrow. So it's not traveling particularly fast. That's faster I mean, than it's we fast can enough. get to the moon. Well, yes. you got to go that way. Yeah. Faster than we know how to get but to the moon But it gives them a little bit of prep time. Right. Right, you know. Right. you got to have your prep Dude, time. Dude, these guys fly back and forth to the moon like, we're on the moon, we'll be back by lunch. You know what I mean? Do you want yeah. us to pick that, pick you up anything? Yeah, like, yeah. If you don't mind, get a couple of rocks while you. Yeah, yeah, sure. As, <laughs> as you want. Um, I was reminded this week of the story of the intern that worked at NASA that broke into the safe that had the moon rocks in it. Oh, really? Stole a bunch of moon rocks. Took them to his girlfriend. They spread it out on a bed in a hotel and had sex on the moon. He went to prison for eight years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay. I mean, how do you, do you go into a job interview like, says here you're a felon for eight years. Yeah, I had sex on the moon. Hold on. I'm back. listening. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm giving you some time now. Yeah, now you've got my interest. You know what? I was going to kick you out, but I'm let's see where now. this goes. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say no right, right away. second. <laughs> right away. Well, first, let me just say I've learned my lesson. Secondly... <laughs> It went a little something like this. Uh, you know. <laughs> oh, good God. Yeah, right? Oh, no, I had not heard that story. But yeah, anyway, go yeah, ahead. It's, uh, I, was, I, I had heard that a couple of years ago, and then it was somebody reminded me recently. Oh, um, so the family that y- uh, Yayoi is living with has a member uh, that's her age who's a real goony goon. Yes. Um, they, they try to point out that he's mentally deficient somehow. Really? They, in that dub, they, in that... Because they don't, not in this one. They didn't say it directly, but they implied it. I just figured he's podunk hickey. Like, he's like, she gonna marry me. Wee doggies. <laughs> like, I'm not exactly <clears throat> sure. It just seemed like he was mentally deficient. But all I can somehow. think of is, uh, she's gonna marry her adoptive brother? That's not weird. No, no, no not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I don't like it. Don't have to, though. Uh, nope, not at all. How great were when they were showing the equipment in the uh, in the Mac headquarters, the vacuum tubes with the numbers in them? Yes. Come on. Yes. Yes. How has nobody, like, released a retro clock like that? 
even uh, if it doesn't, uh, if they're not real vacuum tubes and they used LEDs, that's fine. But right, right, right. But like, just, just the make styling it of it, cool. Oh, that was it neat as hell. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, that was two seconds of film, and I'm completely in love with it. <laughs> that's fine. Got to that's have fine. that somehow. Yes, I understand. Yeah. So <laughs> the the, um, the the meteor lands uh, at. In this small village. Of course. And com- completely unravels into a monster. Um, As it Which would. looks like Cookie Monster with no fur. Big googly eyes. Yeah, yeah, all right, that's fine. And the greatest effect of when it gets upset, steam shoots out of its ears. I love that. Yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah. Oh, I thought you get to know when it's angry because the steam comes He's out like, of its ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty oh, awesome. That's great. Um, and... What I like about it is it transforms back into the rock numerous times by doing a somersault. Yes. And it's a great effect because it's a quick cut, and suddenly he stands up, and it's like, there's the and monster. another quick cut. It's great. It, it's great. Yeah. And I have no problem with that as it's basically an armadillo monster. Sea monster, quick yeah. cut, rock, quick cut, monster yeah. again. You're yeah. like, all right, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. He has no, no roar. Uh, that's, that's, the, that, that's very um, unsettling. To me, like he's just like quiet. Okay, this giant quiet monster. You're like, well, got me thinking that what he did. He's like, princess, I am coming for you. Because again, Caesar go out and he talking to the moon. Right, right. At one point in a bamboo forest, um, which I believe is the setting for the original tale. Um, okay, fair enough. Wouldn't surprise me if the husband to be is a woodcutter. You know what? That would that would make sense because it's a bamboo forest yep. out in town. What's so a lot of axes on the walls. They, yeah, they, makes sense. Makes sense. Let's put it this way: it's a it's a folktale enough in Japan where you don't have to spell all that nonsense out, right? Because they're like, you all know the story of Paul Bunyan or right. whatever, right? You know, they would know it there. We're just kind of guessing because we're not Japanese. Yeah. We weren't yeah. raised there. Surprise. Exactly. Um, so. Um, you know, uh, Jet Gen's like, I'm not going to let this happen, blah, blah, blah. And so she starts, like, um, gets sort of hypnotized and starts, like, gliding towards Gliding her. over a red carpet that right. the monster put down for her to glide up Which on. Which is nice. you got to have a Because she's the princess. Exactly. I'm good there. Yeah, I'm she's the princess. So, so he's like, come on, you got to come back to the moon. Um, <sighs> and uh, all I can think about is Brian Regan being like, you got to come back to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I walked on the moon. <laughs> oh, so, and the guy's upset. The the fiance is real upset. And right, um, because it's supposed to be his fiance, and all of a right. sudden you find out that she's an alien, and yeah. she's not going to stay with you. Wait a minute, an alien's dude, good, and she's, she's leaving. Super hot. Exactly. I'm sorry. She's a beautiful young woman who's not of age, so I'm not going to say she's super hot. She's 18. You're she all is out. 15 in this whole. Oh, she's 15 in this. She's 15. In real life, she's 18 because there's no. Oh yeah, but <laughs> in the in the aspect of this show, she's, she's 15. 15 so she it happened 15 years ago. That's right. <laughs> she's a pretty young lady who will one day blossom into a fine example of womanhood. Okay. All right. As he's trying to dig him out. Yeah. Dig himself out. I'm trying of to make hole. a ladder to get myself out of this hole. <laughs> so, um, she's like, "No, I've lived here my whole life." And he's like, "No, you were brought from the moon, you dummy! Like, <laughs> you were a baby. You don't remember? Jeez, Louise, we have to spell it out for you. You're from the moon." <laughs> so, of course, the parents are upset, but 
the father's like, yeah, she's, she's from a moon the moon. Baby, yeah. And the mother's like, don't tell him about the moon baby. And then, <sighs> well, you know, she wants to keep the moon baby around. It's like, you know. You raise a girl from baby yeah. to 15. Who else is this big goon going to marry? <laughs> like, Pretty much. Dude, he was marrying up. Oh, yeah. Up. Way up. up. Way, way up. Yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah, you need a, a like scaffolding and <laughs> yeah, to get that far up yeah. the alley was better. Rod jetpack, whatever. <laughs> um, I'm not saying the man's not a hard worker. He wouldn't provide for his wife. He seems like he, you know, seems would like try he real very hard. much loved her. But um, yeah, she's way out of his league. Is what you're going on? Yeah, way way out of his league. Yeah, <laughs> it's like if I was to try to marry, say, Heidi Klum. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, way out of your league. Because we all assume that Heidi Klum is a moon princess, right? Sure, 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 <laughs> like, sure, 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 sure. I think that may be the title of this episode, <laughs> Heidi Klum, Moon Princess. <laughs> sure, why yeah. not? <laughs> so, uh, um, so, of course, like, she starts going, and then Leo's like, all right, I'm going to fight this monster. Right. So he right. shows up, they start having some punchy kicky, and she's just like, no, don't! And they're not listening. No, because what happens now is the monster... Knowing that he can transform, just becomes a rock, just rolls over, roll Leo, over, turns into himself, comes back, becomes a rock, rolls, and rolls over me. All right, you know what? I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> great. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's pretty great. Regardless of the fact that Leo's got the cape and whatnot, and he's trying everything he can. Now, my question with this cape, yeah, now that it's gonna be a thing, right? Is it gonna be in every episode? Because we've already shot it, Pat. We've spent the money on the special effect where he conjures it. Yes. We have to amortize that over the cost of the rest <laughs> okay. of the series. Okay. We're not going to do this once. <laughs> it's crazy. Fine, stuff. fine, 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 fine. Do you know uh, what this co- prop cost? Do you know what this cake cost us to get? Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is very rare glitter material. Uh, <laughs> sure. So, uh, fine. Um, uh... So, oh yeah, and I forgot that the that Mac shows up with a bunch of soldiers too, oh. right? Because it's their answer to everything. And, yeah, of uh, course, of course. So they they get they get all like Whoa, they get all tossed around because the monster somehow affects gravity. Sure. And then we all also right. find out that somehow this monster gets weaker when the moon is behind clouds because somehow. The moonbeams are giving him strength. The moon monster. I mean, come on, that's moon science. Come on. Sorry, I forgot. Sorry. Sorry. Superman gets powered by the sun. How is how unusually weird is it that the moon monster gets powered by the moon? Sure. Come on. What am I thinking? Right. What am I thinking? So um, she's like, "Come on, you guys have to stop. I'm going to go to the moon." Right. And so, like, the the monster's beating the hell out of Leo, and he she he overpowers him. Um, and, uh, so Leo gets a burst of strength and beats the hell in your back at this point. Um, uh, Kiara, the monster, then drops to the ground and begs for the princess. Leo's yes. about to destroy him when the princess calls him from the stop, and uh, he helps the alien up, and, uh, it fires a shot that breaks the moon pendant around her neck. Yes. Yes. And she collapses as she gets back up and dances a little bit before returning to the moon on a moonbeam. Of course. And then the, oh, the fiance runs out in the woods and he's like, No! I had her! What are you <laughs> oh, doing? I've been putting in 15 years! Oh, oh, no. that's, a, that's a rough go. That is a rough that's go. That's a rough go, that's man. That's a like, rough go. He was, 
He was way, way invested in that yes. relationship. Yes. You can't blame him. <sighs> Would you ever see Luke Costello's wife? No. Way better looking than Luke Costello. But I mean, Luke Costello's famous radio comedian, movie star. Right. But it did it. yeah. Which is fine. But like... Smoking me up. Like in the movie where Bud says to Lou, what's she seeing you anyway? And he goes, what do you mean by that? And he goes, have you ever looked in the mirror? He goes, why should I hurt my own feelings? one of my favorite punchlines ever. Yeah. So, Monster Minute on Kira. Go ahead. Ooh, that's a cool picture. Right? That is a cool picture. Okay. You guys, you guys ever want to see what Cookie Monster looks like after <laughs> depilatory treatment? <laughs> Looking for moon cookies. Um, is that you getting a phone call? No. Oh, it shouldn't okay. be. Go ahead. 53 oh. meters tall. Um, 30,000 tons. Homeworld moon. Um, okay. Affiliation, okay. Princess Kaguya. Um, and his first and only appearance is in this one. We could bring this guy back. He wasn't terrible. Well, but he's not bad enough to be an also random. No, but who, couldn't he help? He can an help. Ultra? He can help an ultra. With some sort of moon problem? Sure. The princess could help with some sort of moon problem? Sure. Sure, I would buy that. I could see that happening. I don't see why not. Um, that's, we can look up the, uh, oh, is there, is there any trivia for that guy? I don't think so. Probably not. It's probably his first and only appearance, I would gather. Makes sense because I, I mean, not that we've seen everything at this point, but Takeshi Watanabe is the come on, I mean, open up Best Buy ad. The suit actor? That is the voice actor. Ah, okay. Um, and no, we let's go. That's fine. And then we gotta look up Princess Kaguya. If the thing lets me. Yeah, you gotta get. Yes. When did you get your new phone? Yesterday. Yesterday. Ah, that's why yeah. you're having problems. I gotta get a new case too because. Yeah. It's very delicate. Very delicate. Very delicate. Yeah. Put I ordered. It. I ordered it already. So oh, it's, okay. It's so literally on it. its way right now. Well, you. here's the thing: you get the choice of spending forty dollars for a case in the store. Right. Thank you, no, my Lily White Keister, or ten dollars for a case, two screen protectors. <laughs> and yep. other accoutrements yep, 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 yep. on the internet. Just wait a week. Fine. Yeah, I yeah. understand. A I week? Understand. I have prime. <laughs> wait a couple days. So yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, her uh, her category is Sajin, or alien. Okay. Uh, 150, 152 centimeters, 43 kilos. Uh-huh. Homeworld moon. <laughs> fair enough. First fair and enough. only appearance. Yeah. Um, uh, Kaguya Hime, uh, also known as uh, Yayoi. Was an alien princess that appeared in Ultraman Leo. Um, let's see if they give a little background. Uh, the actress is uh, Hizuru Ono. Uh, and this episode was in reference to the Japanese folklore, the tale of the bamboo cutter. There it is, baby. There it is. Okay, fair All enough. right. Fair uh, she also f- shares similarities with Yuko Minami, the former co host of uh, Ultraman Ace. Okay. We uh, seen no, that. as shown, both came from the moon. Okay. Oh, look at that. And Maybe. lived on Earth due to safety precautions. Fair enough. There you go. Fair enough. Safety first. Yeah. So with more moon connections, we can throw in there. There you go. Um, the main difference between Yuko and Kaguya is that Yuko's civilization was devastated by... Now, what would you call crazy people from the moon, Pat? It's the most obvious answer. Go for it. Lunatics. Oh, Thank you. Oh, Luna. Oh, <laughs> God, no. Okay, fair enough. 
Fair enough. Uh, whereas Kaguya's homeland still fully intact with its people residing in cities near the moon's equator. Sure. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So there you go. Right. Lunatics. <laughs> Delightful it. belt. I do like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of that one. <laughs> I love a pun, baby. I know you do. Oh, know it's do. good stuff. So we're going to be right back after the break with the Leo Brothers versus the Space Demon Alien. Uh, right after this. We're back with more of the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast, with episode 33 of Ultraman Leo, the Leo Brothers versus the Space Demon Alien. Yes. Mm-hmm. When did it come out? 11-22 of 1974. Okay. Nobuo Nakagawa is our director. Screenplay by Bunzo uh, Wakasuki. Okay, that's a name. Yeah, huh? Um, that guy should be more famous than he is based on his name Just alone. Just on, on the first name alone. <laughs> like, Bunzo should be way yeah. more famous. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Noble Ujima is our special skill director. Okay. And hats off to him. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Have you seen the Amityville Horror? No. Okay, well, this is very much has to have been influenced by movies like the Amityville Horror. Okay, where I'll buy that. a residence gets possessed and hands come out of walls. Yes. By the way, yes. That gives me the Wiggins something fierce. Okay. Like I disembodied hands coming out of floors and beds. In different places. <laughs> Dude, no, Not thank good you. for you. Okay. okay. No, don't know why. This was weird enough. Oh, yeah. Where I could see you going, yeah, I don't want to watch this again. No, thank it's you. very creepy. <laughs> um, basically, we meet uh, a Japanese family, a father and a son, a father and a daughter, and then another group of a mother and a son. Yes. And... They refer to her as Auntie, which is probably just an honorific. Honorific is what it sounded like, yes. They're neighbors. Yes. Turns out the boy is Toru's cousin. Okay. Right. Right. Fine. Fine. So it's the Auntie's birthday today. Of course it is. Right. Um, And uh, so the kid runs off to get Toru for the party. Mm -hmm. Rides off on his bike. And she's like, watch for cars. And he immediately doesn't watch for cars. (laughs) He just rides off. Just rides which okay. is what a kid would do, exactly. Yeah. Cars, yeah, yeah, that's fine. No problem. Yeah. Be careful. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Don't get hurt. Can't promise anything. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> what are you going to do? So, um, like, then uh, the little girl asks um, the neighbor, oh, how old are you today, auntie? And yeah, the father's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She's sorry. Uh, she shouldn't ask it. She's like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. She's a child. Um, she's like, and the answer I'm expecting is? 25. 25? Well, look at that woman's face and tell me what answer you Oh, 917. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm 45 or whatever. She's like, 33. And I was like, bad hair strikes again. Yep. Bad hair and old lady clothes strike Strikes again. again. Because... Oh, yeah. There's a scene of her later in the show where you see her in profile. And, and she looks pretty. very young yeah. and attractive. A real go-getter, maybe. She's, you know... Front on with the clothing. You're like, you're 900. How are you that old? You're my fourth grade teacher. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly it. You turn oh, into a God. bat and live at the school. <laughs> oh. But that, that's the thing I always tell her wife. Every woman is 25. If they ever ask me how old oh, yeah. I think they are, they are 25. Yeah. 20, or if they're obviously not, 29. No, they are 25. Because 29 is a good joke. No, no. You go 29 and Holman, right, baby? And they all go, yeah! And you're like, I win. You know, like, <laughs> we had a whole discussion one time. Oh, yeah, smart. A, like, New Year's Eve mm-hmm. party, some mother of a friend. Mm-hmm. You don't know how old I am. I said, uh, you're 25. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, you're 25. My daughter's older than that. No, she's not. No. She's 25. She's also 25. And it just because went on no for one hours. can be offended. Yeah, exactly. But you have to get up to any real age. I said, no, no. No, no. I, I certainly really do, do not. not. <laughs> Let me explain something to you. I am bad at this, and therefore most of the time it is hurtful. <laughs> so, oh, I just went with, I don't have to guess anything but 25. No, no, I say that. I, I flat out put that on Front Street. Like, <laughs> I'm bad at this, and I like you. I do not wish you to cry. Okay, so let's... Let, 25. <laughs> Leave it alone. I'll go up to 29 and holding... That's where we're going to stop. <laughs> if we were playing card sharks, that's where the little bar thing would go. Right there. I'm going to halt or stop or whatever they say. At 29. And then I'm going to choose a lower card, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> or the one that comes up. And it's good. Next card, it's queens. Lower! Lower! <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm no idiot. Exactly. Or at least we're trying not to we're be. We're trying not yes. to be idiots. I do not guess so women's idiot. ages because I'm, again, terrible at it. I don't guess women's ages because I don't care. Oh, that's well, that's basic. true. <laughs> but no, they they, 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 they want, want you to guess they their want age. You to guess because they, and my guess is they want you to go like, the only people I will guess their age, children. And I guess wildly higher. Yeah, because they want to be old. No, 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 yeah. that's not it. Well, yeah, but... They want to be, you know, teenagers or The little kid walks up and they're like, how old, how old do you think I am? And you're like, yeah, 45. And they think that's hysterical, <laughs> exactly. that you're that stupid. <laughs> this is where stupidity works in your favor, because <laughs> yeah. they think it's great. They're like, no, I'm four. 40? No, <laughs> four. 44? <laughs> you can bring a lot of mileage out of that. Yeah. Yep. It's not cool when someone at your work... Oh, guesses that you're 900. Yeah, you told me that story. Well, he's over 60, and I'm like 60. What's the matter with you? Oh, that's fine. It's like I gotta put on sunscreen or something. I don't know what's going on. I got a moisture. My hair's now gone completely white, Mm -hmm. and there's a guy at my work that still paints his hair. Ridiculously black. Oh, we have. And you sit there and go, "Who do you think you're kidding?" Yeah. Seriously, there's a guy at work that wears a awful tube. Who do you think you're kidding? Yeah. Seriously, other than you. Yeah, it's other even than yourself. When you look in the mirror. Do you not see how bad it looks? You look at must look in the mirror. That's great. Staying alive, baby. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> God. I am forty push-ups away from being Brad Pitt right now. Look at this. No, <laughs> you are not. <laughs> Uh, tar pit, perhaps. That's <laughs> <laughs> about it. That's about it. Oh, God. Good grief. But anyway. Yeah. No, I don't, it's, the show I don't understand that. There's guys... There's this 
Spanish guy that I work with, and I love him to death. He's the guy who told me that no side effects from that. He's like 60-something, okay. late 60s, had heart surgery last year. And no side effects from no the shot. No side effects yeah. from the shot. Jet black hair. But we know it. We know that it's fake. Of he course. knows we know that it's fake. But it's him, and no one cares. Because okay. he is just... Da, 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 oh, he's having a good time. He's walking around. He's got somehow he has steel-toed shoes that look like dancing shoes. <laughs> no, nice. he wears like a pair of dress slacks and a button-up shirt. Like, okay, he's classy to join up. No doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. I am doing my best to just not show up with stuff with holes in it. Yeah, you yeah. know, like I got you. Yeah, this shirt has underarms. Good. I'm good. Under there. Yeah. That's usually where I go. For my work, yeah. I really don't care. What, well, now you work in a dirty manhole yeah, sometimes. One girl actually said that to me. She said, why do you dress like that? I said, do you want me to suit and tie in a manhole? Is that what you're looking for? She said, She's no, like, you well, got I didn't you think I was, but now that you've said that, <laughs> I think I've got a new thing. <laughs> I'll be right back. I need to head to Google. <laughs> I'll be in 15 minutes. Exactly. But anyway. <laughs> uh, Welcome to New Fetish Corner here on the Science <laughs> Patrol. Handsome men, three-piece suit, manhole. <laughs> oh, God. So, um, the, so weird stuff starts happening when this yeah, meteor... Yeah, hands just... Well, this meteor shows up first off. Okay. And it is from Akumania. That's the name of the meteor. It's where evil spirits live, apparently. Of course. Well, of course. Akuma is loosely translated to the devil... In the Japanese version of Christianity. Okay. Akuma is, is the devil. Okay. It's okay. also a fire beast in traditional Shintoism. I think. Oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, yeah. Fair I, Like I said, I don't have any idea. Of yeah, yeah. Anyway, but go ahead. I had to look it up. I didn't know that offhand. I knew it was oh, one okay. of the bad guys in Street Fighter, and I went, it seems he's a big bad guy, so maybe he's the devil. So let me look that up. And it was. <laughs> hey, enough. look at, you know. Fair enough. This is what we call critical thinking. <laughs> So, um, uh, so anyway, this thing goes over this town, and what's great is it's this great shot of it going over this town, it and nobody's paying any attention. Not at all. Not at all. So it disappears, and then weird stuff starts to happen in this house, like blood out of the faucets, which was the most Creepy. hammer, hammer horror. Oh yeah, red blood. Oh yeah. Like oh, Christopher yeah. Lee should have been like, here you are. Like, <laughs> Did you need a yeah. glass of water? Did you need this water? Thank you, Dracula. But, uh, uh, and like, it's crazy. So weird stuff starts to happen in the house. The doorknobs get hot, this and that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And arms just appear from everywhere. Right, the little girl gets grabbed by the leg. They get headaches. Um, oh, weird. So, oh, yeah, and I forgot it opens with Gan and Dan driving down the road in the supercar. Uh, and they're like, I don't like the looks of those clouds. And it's like this roiling black mass of evil yeah. in the sky. And they follow it. And, and they, I'm like, yeah, I don't like the looks of that either, you guys. And the, yeah, like the meteor comes out and he's like, follow that giant eye. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. no. So, um, what I like, we get the return of the square sidewalks in this episode. Yes. I noticed that. I was like, hey, our old friend. <laughs> um and, uh, so, like, weird stuff is happening, and, uh, I don't know, man. Then Taru shows up, and more weird stuff starts happening. So they escape with Gen's help, and then, like, these mists start coming out of every apartment through the through the letter boxes, yeah. which I thought was a great effect. They did have some cool effects. Mm-hmm. And you could see that they were done, 
super cheap. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Yeah. And it was super creepy. Yeah. I'm still okay. Yeah. But once we actually get to the actual monster, I'm done. I'm done. You what? did good with cheap. My Stay only with problem cheap. with it, monster, that it is basically as a giant eye in the middle of it. Yes. Um, how does it survive the mo attack? The what now? The mo attack, where you just walk up and go boink right in the middle of the eye, and it's like, dude! <laughs> fair, fair yeah. question. Fair, the three students and just boink. goes. <laughs> runs away. Um, uh, I'm warning you. You knuckleheads. You two numbskulls. But it's only one, so you can't clunk. We well, should have two, and you could have clunked their heads clunk together. Clunked their heads together, yes. <laughs> so anyway, this giant flying eyeball is causing all these problems, and people are running out of their houses. And then it gets red, angry eyes. Yeah. And yeah, which like, was effective. We could have used the ultra visine or something. Uh, um, and then it starts shooting bullets out of its iris, which I was like... All right, this is what I needed out of this episode. It turns out I wasn't sure this is what I needed, but now yeah, I know. Yeah, it turns out that this is this is uh, this is way more than I was expecting. Um, and it just blows up the apartment complexes. Yep. Everybody's like just mows down a bunch of buildings. And I was like, this, this is also what the really series has been missing for a while. Yes, yeah, yeah, really good miniature. Yeah, tippy top notch, it. guys. Oh. I love it. And then it be- it lands um, and becomes a very evil Mike Wazowski. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's exactly what it was. A giant green eye. Right. Okay. It's got sure. feet. It's got claws. It's got two big horns. Yep. It's got sort of a cone head. Um, <sighs> and a big old mouth. Of course. And so of course. Ultraman Leo, of course, engages in fisticuffs with said monster. And the monster... Falls into any number of miniature buildings. Oh, yeah. I want more of this. Okay, stop so pounding I, on I the table. I'm supposed to pound the table, but I want more of this. Do it on your leg. It works just as well. It's fine. Sorry, everybody. Um, uh, some guys driving. The tr- <laughs> yeah. Uh, People have fallen over off treadmills. Um, and uh, and then he, Leo, as they're fighting. Yeah. Gets his cape to appear again. Right. Because now we gotta use the cape. Sure. And we that paid for the cape. <laughs> again. That's what protects him from the eye flashes from the monster. Yeah, sure. Well, of course. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> but then he, so he fights him, breaks one of his horns off, and you know where that's going immediately. Oh, of course. Right into the middle of the eyeball, uh-huh. right? So uh-huh. then it starts bleeding green blood because it's an alien. Of course. Which makes As sense. You do, sure. Um then he pulls what every Ultraman does and pulls the arms off the monster. Of course. Right? And so you see this great dramatic shot where it's a low pan, the arms are on either side of him. And they actually attack him back. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Ultraman Leo runs up and starts beating the crap out of uh, Aku... Aku... Uh, what's Whatever his, his name is. Um, I want to call Eagle him Mike Akumania. I want to call him Akumanzer. But that's not <laughs> the name. So, he's beaten up and then the... The arms raise up and fly in and start choking him out from the back, which I was like, now that's something we haven't seen yet. That's <laughs> that pretty like. great. That I like. Yeah. That I like. And he's like, oh, this is unexpected. <laughs> so <laughs> he falls and is getting choked out. And as he starts, the life drains out of Ultraman. You never see the color timer go off, oddly enough. Um, who shows enough. up? Ultraman Astra. Right. Okay. Right. Here's the only chink in the armor. Go for it. He does some sort of flash attack, which 
the monster's like, oh, that's terrible. Dude, how much can you see with a spike sticking straight through the center of the only eye you got? Can't <coughs> argue it. No, I guess Don't. I don't. I guess you can't. So he retrieves his arms by magic of, of some course, sort, right? They right. reattach. Science. Right? It was great. Um, reattach to the stumps, and they start fighting some more, and uh, Leo and Astra, again, use a combo beam. Right. And... And Leo kneeling down in front, right. Astro over him, right. and somehow they use a combo beam sure. to defeat the monster. Sure. Okay, it's fine. Sure. I've sure. got no problem with that. Not- um, I do have a problem with them not having... He's like, brother. He's like, brother. That's it. You guys haven't seen each other in like 1,200 years or something, and they're very like... You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. It's, it's dudes. Yeah, it's dudes. Yeah. I can call my best friend who I haven't talked to in forever and be like, hey, so anyhow, and continue a conversation that we had six months ago. Absolutely no problem. (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. But then Astra picks up the monster that has now become a ball. Yeah, when he runs over to it, how much did you want him to kick it in out of space? I really did. I know. (laughs) I really did. Just a nice soccer kick, and then you see the thing go out into space. I really wanted that. Pointed. <laughs> like an Ultraman Astra um, risks his own life to return the thing to space and to stay. The mystery is where did he put it? Exactly. Which means it could come back any minute. Any minute. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's. I could see. The problem is the suit is a little too good for the League of All Surrounders. <laughs> yeah. It really is. Yeah, it is. Despite the machine gun eye, which is <laughs> the greatest thing. This. It was so okay. This is the. It dirt. was a well put together suit for he, as goony as a suit as it was. What is he, the derpiest looking picture of this thing? Go for it. Go oh, for it. Hold on, I gotta close the Best Buy pop up. Oh god. <laughs> oh, oh god. Hey everybody, I'm an evil spirit. <laughs> All right. All right. So his category is Sajin, and of course this is Alien Aquamania. Uh, he goes from 2 meters to 50 meters, 100 kilos to 15,000 tons. Sure, sure. Kind um, of like guy. Yeah, he is from the planet Aquamania. Of course. He is his own home world, really, because he's an That's asteroid. That's the way it works. Yeah. That is the way these yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Um, first appearance, Ultraman Leo, episode 33. Wait, does he have a more recent appearance? You're going to be the happiest man you've ever been in a long oh, time. No. He comes back in Sevenger Fight. Oh my god! Yeah, now I gotta it, gotta wait for it to get translated. Yep. Oh, that's gonna translated. be awesome. That is awesome. Oh, that is so awesome. All right, let's see. Thank you, Jeff need. Gomez. You saw that he's one of the yeah yeah the producers of that thing. Thank you, Jeff Gomez. All right, so Ag Mar uh, Mariyama is the voice actor for this alien. Okay. He makes up one of the monsters in Beryldora's left arm in the Mega Monster Battle Ultra Galaxy Legends, the movie. Sure, sure. sure. Um, he is still able to see out of his eye, even though it is punctured by its own horn. Which is what you pointed out. Yep. <laughs> Aquamania is seen lodged with a third horn, or seen with a third horn lodged in its eye while fighting Leo and Astra in a few pictures. I guess that was just for publicity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would later inspire Gon Q, which we have seen, the other big giant monster. Oh, yeah, yeah, big who was the, Who was the uh, the referee in the Alien Soccer yes. episode? Yes, yes. yes. Um, okay, fair enough. Um, let's see. Oh, he himself is inspired by Mirror Man's foe, Big Eye. Ah, yeah. okay. Uh, both Crunchyroll and Shout Factory 
dubs or uh, subtitles have alien Akabania read as alien demonia. Yeah, because that's what it had on mine is demonia. Yeah. As the word, and the Japanese word Akuma translates to demon. Okay, that's fine. Among some fans, the original Akamania has been considered one of the most unsettling and disturbing enemies in the Ultraman series. Which is what you pointed out. Yeah, I'll give you that. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. What they did he shows up in Ginga S, too. Really? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I told you he was a good enough monster for... (laughs) He's also an Ultraman X. I don't remember. Oh, he's the alien in the rugby match. Oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it wasn't, fair enough. It wasn't gone Q. And he is set to appear in a Sevenger fight. I can't wait. I can't wait. I believe that's it. streaming tonight. There's an event streaming tonight. I can't watch it tonight. No, of course you can't. Yeah. But I'm going to buy a ticket. And then uh, at least just throw my sport. Buy tickets in like nine bucks. Yeah, yeah. I and uh, and uh, that'll be good. That will be fine. But yeah. So fine. good stuff, man. I really enjoyed yeah. both of these this episodes. This episode, like you said... Done cheaply for the first part of it. Yep. Done effectively cheaply, mm-hmm. which is even better. Yeah. And was I entertained? Oh, I absolutely was. A hundred percent. It was that redonkulous. Exactly. That is the. This is the exact translation of the word redonkulous. <laughs> and Never did I expect that arms to come back to life <laughs> and strangle Ultraman Leo. Was which like, was so. Finally, well. some, <laughs> someone thought that through. Yeah, they didn't just blow the alien up. Yeah, good stuff. It was good. Good stuff. It was good. All right, so uh, rate, uh, hiccups, rate, yeah. review, and subscribe. Uh, I haven't had anything to eat yet. That's what it is. Neither have I. I'm yeah. starving. Rate, review, subscribe. Uh, tell your friends. Tell everybody. Rent the billboard. Whatever you need to do. Spread the word. Uh, we are available on all sorts of things like um, Instagram and the Twitter. We have an Instagram account? Sure we do. At, I don't know. At Ultraman Podcast. Okay. Yeah. I don't know these um, things. I, yeah, I know. Um, uh, we also are... I am active on uh, Reddit and many of the Ultraman forums. Okay. You, I'm not going to give the name that I use, but uh, you'll figure it out. It's many people have. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's, I, obviously I, I'm no great... I'm not Moriarty or anything. Yeah, like, it's not <laughs> crazy. You don't have to be strong. <laughs> on I know we have a good Facebook page, which we're, is very active. I'm yeah. very happy with that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and then um, you know, rate, review, subscribe, yeah, all that it. normal nonsense. Yes, and uh, the suicide prevention hotline is available twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days a year, and it goes as follows: one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Please stay around. We do want you. The world is better with you in it. And uh, on behalf of the Science Patrol, I'm Rich Connor. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Fort, you guys. Take care, everybody. Bring back Buck. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.